Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman. I am mom to Skylar, who is an incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast four years ago was that the content of each episode bring hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life, underscore Lori Hellman, and let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes, could I ask a favor that you please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season four of Living the Sky Life. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of Living the Sky Life. My guest today is Jennifer Thomas. Jennifer has been a single mom for 20 years to two amazing young men. Her oldest son, Kobe, who is on the autism spectrum, is 27 years old and is six foot 10. Kobe's younger brother, Cooper, is 25 years old, is a graduate of the University of Tennessee, and works in banking in the Tennessee area. Jennifer has been a full-time caregiver for Kobe since 1995. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Jennifer. We got into all the things about future planning. As most of you know who follow me, that's really my hot button right now with a son that's months away from turning 20, and I've already seen the writing on the wall with a bunch of services being phased out. It's really important that we continue this conversation. Um, for those of you who have young children, this hopefully will not still be the situation that there are no services and no resources for you when your children um, become adults. But the way things are trending over the last 30 plus years, uh, sadly, that may still be the case. So I'm trying to do everything I can to identify families all over the country that have adult children on the spectrum and so we can open the eyes up of everywhere and anyone that'll listen um, about things that need to change. So please enjoy my conversation with Jennifer as we unpack all of that and so much more. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. My guest today is Jennifer Thomas out of Tennessee. So welcome to the podcast, Jennifer. Hi, Lori. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, in my attempts to scour the internet for parents who have, um, I still call them children, but adults um, on the spectrum that are ahead of Skylar and myself, um, I, I stumbled across your page and um, I was enamored with um, Kobe, your son, who is 27. <laughs> so I want to, I want to know all the things. Um, I just think it's so valuable for all of us parents, no matter where we are in the stage of parenting autism, whether our kids are newly diagnosed and little, or, you know, you've been at this for 40 years, which I've had guests on with 40 year olds. Um, it, we can all learn from each other and experiences that we've had and maybe haven't had yet. So, uh, your, your information and your experiences are so valuable to Thank the listeners you. and Thank to myself. You. So, um, I, I want to, <laughs> I, 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 Feel like I start every episode this season the same way with not wanting to make you go all the way back but I do think it's important when you share just kind of in the 90s kind of how all of this stuff transpired everyone knows the word autism now I feel like it, it's not kind of hiding in the shadows anymore and I think mm -hmm. people are also starting to finally realize that every kid on the spectrum is unique 
that we they don't they all have their own um characteristics and things that bother them things that don't so i think the world is finally getting a bigger picture um but absolutely I hear all about kobe so um you were telling me a okay. little bit before we started recording that that he don't get had, me started yeah that he, no it's okay but he um you had a, a you know typical pregnancy that there weren't many issues or anything you were playing competitive tennis through his entire pregnancy yeah. with him so um and then you know kind of pick up where you left off with me about um just kind of you know taking him home and some of the issues that you started seeing early on yes like like i was saying um i had kobe in my 30s so i had been an, a super aunt you know, and just helped, helped raise my nephews. So I just was not seeing, I don't want to say milestones, but it, it just looked completely different. It felt completely different, you know, and you, oh, you're a first time mom, you know, you're, and I'm, I'm very aggressive as you will find out. And I just, I just felt it. And we, we were kept being told over and over because of his rough beginning, Kobe had anoxia at birth. That's lack of oxygen. Um, the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. It was just a horrible, horrible birth. Um, he was completely black and blue, fingernails, mm. toenails. You know, he wasn't breathing. So we were in the NICU for a while. So we anticipated that there may be some developmental delays. And that's all we kept hearing over and over and over. And it just escalated. Um, Kobe wasn't walking. He wasn't that nothing looked or felt the same and autism was never really said I think I said it first mm -hmm. and you know back then it was rain man mm -hmm. oh okay well he well no wait a minute you know obviously there's a lot more to it than rain man now yeah. we know but back then you know that that's what it was um we actually could not get a solid diagnosis and again, I was a crazy woman. Um, you know, I kept saying autism, autism. We went to SUNY, uh, Syracuse University in New York. We finally flew Kobe out there and it was an immediate diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Immediate. I'll never forget that day. Um, again, let me reiterate, we kept being told there may be delays this was a lot more than delays. So we flew back from SUNY in shock, of course, but we went to work. You know, we, we didn't have uh, social media. Mm -hmm. You know, right. we, 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 we met a handful of parents. It, we were really looking for everything we possibly could. Mm -hmm. um, my family was wonderful. They dove in with me. I, I, I just, I could not find out enough about it. Mm -hmm. And how old and was it, he it, at the diagnosis? He, at, he was almost, almost three. He was two okay. and a half. Yeah. And it, yeah, he was two and a half. And, um, I, I don't want to say that it got worse, but it, it made sense. And the more research I did again, you know, no Google it was encyclopedias and, and, talking to other parents and, and, and just grasping anything you can get. But we were very aggressive very early on. And it's so true what they say about early intervention. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I look back now and I'm so thankful that I was very difficult. Yeah. And I was aggressive. 
Um, he earned that would... mama bear hat, like from the minute Thank that you get you. home from the hospital. I always, I, I always I... put my mama bear hat on. Yes, yeah. Um, so, you know, speech, mm-hmm. OT, ABA didn't exist back then. Right. Um, or we, we didn't know about it. Um, anything we could, could get him in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we kept him swimming, go, going to swimming lessons. Now, remember, by then, I had, he had a sibling. Right, Cooper, my boy, right? My boys, yes, Cooper. They're 23 months apart, and God bless Cooper. Uh, to, to this day, you know, he grew up, he, I would be nursing him, and we're at speech therapy with brother. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. was always every day. Okay, well, brother's going uh, swimming lessons, so you're going. And talk about a, a great moment. I'm going to jump forward real quick. My son is, my other son just turned 25 and he's thanked me. He said, my speech is the way that it is because <laughs> yeah. And he's got great vocabulary. Mm-hmm. He said, but I remember going to, you know, it was like, Oh, here we go again. Oh, okay. I got to drag along. Oh, but he, he's recently thanked me. <laughs> you always you know, hope that day comes. My daughter's yeah. 25 uh, months separate from Skylar. And I, I did the same things. And I just, it, you, you, you hope know. that they appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> that they understand. Life, well, and the guilt, the guilt. <laughs> yeah. But kudos to Cooper. He, he was a really good athlete. And he would tell his coaches and friends, well, because I run from Kobe. Oh, Not yeah. very fast. Yeah. And I want to say this too. If you look, put my children side by side, you'd think, okay, there's, there's two separate fathers. Kobe is six foot 10. Yeah. I've seen your pictures. And I'm like in awe. It, it's it's unbelievable. And Cooper's yeah. five, nine. So it's, it's, you know, they're just totally different. Um, but, but the sibling love, you know, Cooper didn't even want to move to Nashville after he graduated from UT. He didn't want to leave his brother. And I remember this very vividly standing in the front yard and saying, you have to have your own life. Kobe's mm-hmm. good. He's fine. And I think that's very important for siblings, um, you, you know, to, to make their own way. Uh, because I've been single, a single mom since 2003. So both of my boys, it was just the three of us, basically. Mm-hmm. And Cooper, that's all he knew. And again, I want to bring up the guilt. You know, we all had that guilt. You know, gosh, I'm doing more for this one than I am for this one. But mm-hmm. it it can work. And, I, and I'm very blessed. I'm very, very lucky. You know, Kobe has a wonderful family support system. Um, but I, I can't say enough good things about Cooper and Cooper's friends. You know, I hear that a lot now. Oh, he is embarrassing or so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Kobe, Kobe thinks Cooper's friends are his friends. So siblings can play a really, really positive role. You know, I know it, I know it's hard. Yeah, but. it is. It is. It can be hard. Do you think Cooper, one of the things um, that kind of made it hard for him to to move away and kind of have his own life was not just thinking about his brother, but for you, because he watched you do it all as a single mom for so long. And then, you know, just, to, I don't know. I, I, I wonder sometimes if Kendall will feel that way. Um, maybe not when yeah. she goes to college next year and just, you know, maybe moving close to us, not to necessarily to be close to her brother, but to be close to me and just to give me a break oh, every once in a while. I don't know. You've nailed it. 
let me just yeah. say this. Yeah. When Cooper graduated from the University of Tennessee, the offers that he got would move him to Charlotte. Mm. And I remember trying not to show it, but I was mortified. Yeah. I was like, and then Nashville, you know, God, God winked is what I say. Yeah. And that's a couple hours away. And he's been there almost a year. So, but I, I remember again, feeling guilty. I, I didn't want to say, oh, I'm so thankful you're just going to be in Nashville, you know, and, and we mm-hmm. talk every day. He is a extremely important support to me, but you did uh, point out a good point. Um, I'm sure there's guilt on Cooper. Um, you know, mom, go do this, go do this. But then he also knows, well, mom can't go do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I hadn't really thought a lot about that. I'm sure there's a lot of sibling guilt for the moms as well. You can and, relate yeah, to that. Probably both. You know, they, they're moving on yeah. with their life and their sibling can't. Um, and mm-hmm. we can't move on with ours really without including, you know, our child's absolutely with us forever. So yep. it's a lot. But, um, you know, with some of um, Kobe's delays early on, was communication one of those or his? Absolutely. It was. Yeah. Okay. It still never is. want to assume that. Um, so yep. did you guys com- try, I mean, back in the late nineties, um, <laughs> early two thousands, there probably wasn't, there probably was the same things, but they hadn't evolved. So there were, were there like, um, talking devices? Like we have Proloquo now with iPads. Clearly right. there wasn't an and iPad. Box. Yeah. No, no, none of that existed, or mm-hmm. at least I, I didn't come across it. Um, we did do obviously a lot of speech, mm-hmm. a lot of speech. We did pecs. Um, I, I just can't say that we never stopped speech. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe is nonverbal. So you'll okay. probably hear him. Yeah. He's in therapy in the next room right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ABA, but he keeps walking in here. Um, cause he's, he's really, really attached to me. But no, Kobe, matter of fact, his ABA therapist is here now. And he says, you know, Jen, you're the only one that can understand what he's saying. Yeah. Well, that's and that's that's terrifying. (laughs) Well, Well, it is terrifying. But but I mean, at least we can communicate. Yeah. Well, but we've exposed Kobe to so much. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about that in a second. Um, And it it is true. I'm just so used to it. Mm-hmm. I understand what he's saying, but you know, my best friend points this out to me all the time. She goes, well, you lost your mind because that's not what he's saying. Um, but no, he is completely nonverbal. He will convey his needs because they're the same needs. For example, milk, you know, now we did do a lot of gesturing when he was younger, not mm-hmm. sign language, right. but we did do it. And I'm actually doing it. If you could see me right now, I'm gesturing. Uh, it's just <laughs> habit. <laughs> um, but he is considered completely nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his diction is also really, really bad. Um, it comes out meh, but I know it's milk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you wouldn't. So we have brought, we, we tried the Dynabox. We tried the Prolo Q. Mm-hmm. We tried just about everything. Um, we have now brought back the pecs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll never say never. 
know, <laughs> it's exactly what I say. We've done things two and three and five I mean, times I, I have, over and over. I have stuck, yes, there you go. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, um, it's frustrating. Again, mm-hmm. I, I'm an OG mom, you know, and I want to say, okay, well, just cause it didn't work when he was 12, it, it doesn't mean it won't click when he's 20. Yeah. So we have started back with the pecs. It's a little bit of progress. Um, he likes the Velcro ripping, you know, <laughs> that's what Skylar always did. And that's why I'm like, he's not really picking that. He just thinks it's fun to rip stuff exactly. off. Exactly. So it's like, come on. <laughs> it's so true with so many things. People are like, oh, he did it. And I'm like, no, he did. He's having fun, <laughs> but it is what it is. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said about starting things over as they mature in age. Sometimes maybe they didn't capture the, the point of doing something before, and then maybe mm-hmm. they'll, they'll catch it again. I just struggle. Skylar's an ABA all day, every day too. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, at this point, I mean, dare I say it's not really ABA. I know ABA has evolved even from when we started, it was mm-hmm. a lot more structured than kind of it is now. But um, I, I just worry that he doesn't like it there because he doesn't really, I don't feel like he's really doing ABA. He's, you know, they're having him do more. I call them life skills. People may challenge that, but like carrying his own lunchbox into the, you know, lunch area to wipe mm-hmm. down the tables when he's done to help them put laundry in to the washing machine and dryer. And um, just doing things like that, trying to get his mobility and his motor planning mm-hmm. stronger. Cause he's very, he still is very, he struggles with his motor planning and, um, his still has weak muscle tone. So they're trying to get him to do more things like that. And, um, I've just encouraged over the years, please talk to him. Like he's 19, you know, I know he understands you. He's proven it to me time and again. So just communicate to him like that and don't let him get out of stuff. Don't baby him. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. I don't know if you go through that same stuff. Well, as we speak, as we speak, we're going through that. (laughs) Um, you, you touched on something super important. First of all, I want to say our experience with ABA, it, it's different for everyone. As you know, mm-hmm. we've been through several BCBAs um, and, and RBTs. Mm-hmm. It's for us personally, it's finding the right one. Yeah, we went, I agree with that. We went through several. Um, and, and I'm not, I mean, again, we all speak on our personal experiences. As we speak, I hear Kobe not wanting to do something. <laughs> and his his BCBA is here, and he don't play. Right. And from the outside looking in, it may look, oh, my God, Jen. Well, let me tell you something. I'm seeing some progress right. that I haven't seen before, and we're mm-hmm. doing the same things. For us, a male gets further yeah if that makes any sense yeah at all. it does our rbt experience has been the same way i mean yes. he, he flirts with the girls though he likes that, them that's a it lot. that's it and <laughs> but it's always the know, ones who talk to him like <laughs> skylar come on hey here, bud you know yep, get, yep. go do that go pick that up or whatever yep. it's the ones who are like oh skylar we don't we don't throw Uh-oh. things and he just looks nope. at them like whatever <laughs> like exactly. it's the ones who stand up to him that he actually, uh, he respects them more and he'll do more for them. Yeah. Well, um, and also too, let me, let me touch back on, I have a six foot 10, 275 pound. So hard. 
three-year-old. You yeah. know, I hate labels. I hate these numbers, but it, it, it's just the truth. He functions on a three-year-old level. Right. You know, he, um, but this guy that we've, again, God winked, that we found, <laughs> he's been with us since we started assessing in February. Um, so he's here four days a week. Um, he's tough. And, you know, sometimes that's what it takes, you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you're so right about, you know, they say, oh, well, he's, he functions on a three-year-old level. He, he doesn't know the female or the male. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been raised by a single crazy mother. So, you know, <laughs> well, and <laughs> he, um, I don't know about your therapist. Is he kind of relatively close in age to Colby? Yes. So I, he, he probably thinks he's his friend. Too. I mean, that's the the saddest part for me when I talk to parents and even just my own experience that Skylar's never had a friend ever. Like he's just never had anyone invite him to anything. He's never been out in a car with anyone, even at this oh, age. Oh, really? Yeah. I yeah, mean, we're, we we're are very his fortunate. His, his yeah, dad we, and me. <laughs> well, so. when Kobe graduated high school, I knew there was going to be nothing. So mm-hmm. in Tennessee, we have ECF. I don't know if you all have that. Mm-mm. It's a uh, employment choices first. Okay. Long story short, I for it Kobe's senior year in high school, which was his seventh year. Again, I have a great network of aggressive parents. We've been together a long time, you know. Um, we bounce off each other. We create things for our similar. Uh, kiddos um I knew he was going to lose everything so I started about a year in advance he was approved for ECF so now I was able to hire an agency in Knoxville and you know what a DSP is Mm -hmm. a a direct support professional so we have had Kobe has always gone out because we went to every sporting event of brothers um you were talking about friends. Kobe thinks Cooper's friends are his friends. But when this tough BCBA came along, they're buddies, but they're also, he challenges him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, no, you know, you're not, we're not going to do this if you don't do this. So, you know, I, I, we can elaborate on this, which is very important to me is community. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. I didn't have the choice to stay home. My other son needed to be at a ball practice or a ball game. As ugly as it was sometimes, I drug Kobe along just like I drug Cooper along mm-hmm. along when, when Kobe. And I wouldn't go back and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. But this community knows Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to go to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, and and they learn that way. He needs to learn how to grocery shop and to be in public and to kind of, you know, you need to learn what his triggers are and he needs to learn how to manage things. And we can't just keep babying them and, you know, sitting in the car at practice or whatever. There's been plenty of times I've drugged poor Skylar along too to dance competitions and things. And so you He's know what I'm talking moment. about. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. would go in the car with him and we just sit there for a little bit in between performances or something. And, you know, my daughter mm-hmm. knew I was there for her, but I might have to step aside. Exactly. For a yeah. I mean, it's Cooper would be, yeah, yeah. Cooper would be up to bat and mm-hmm. we knew it was not a good day. I swear. 
and Kobe would be having a meltdown. I'm behind the bleachers and I'm peeking around. Cooper knew. You know, I said, just just focus, you know, but it's got to be so hard. You know, God, brother's back there. He's huge. You know, who, who's he hitting? I need to go help mom. You, you just you go through it. Mm-hmm. Well, you go so through it. You touched on it just a tiny bit. But um, so he went to school for seven years. So to the services yeah. end at 22 in Tennessee. Yes. Also? Well, okay. it depends on their birthday. Oh, OK. And see, we were so fortunate to get that extra year because mm-hmm. Kobe's birthday's in November. Okay. Um, so the 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 block date, whatever you want to call it, is September 30th. So he, you know, he he got that extra year because of his birthday, and it made a huge difference. Okay. Huge difference. So did you plan? So when you hired that agency, did you kind of already have in mind um, what you? intended to have him do during the day? Cause you said he has ABA four days a week. Has it always been that way? Or do you guys not no. have many day programs and things? I mean, we just have nothing. So I'm struggling. I hear that. that. Well, again, fortunate, fortunate, really quick. Um, group of parents 23 years ago started breakthrough. Okay. Okay. Kobe's dad and I were um, with that group of parents. We, we didn't start it, but we were involved. As a matter of fact, Kobe's father still does the annual golf tournament for Breakthrough, which is the largest fundraiser. He's on his 21st year. Okay. So, yes, we always have been involved with Breakthrough. Matter of fact, he's still on the board of directors. So we always knew we were going to go in that direction. And now they have a residential, which we'll talk about later. But as far as the services, the ECF, they have... Breakthrough has the the DSPs. They would come and pick up Kobe just for a couple of hours, but they would take him. Kobe's thing is nurseries, plants. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So my friends from high school have a nursery. I went to them, said, hey, I know this is going to freak you out, (laughs) but can Kobe, now when I say work here, he doesn't know. He thinks he's playing. Right. You know, you touched you touched on that a while ago. And this may sound harsh, but Kobe's never gonna have a job. Well, yeah, it's just reality. Yeah. It's not harsh. It's just reality. Mm-hmm. But he does go to the same nursery that we started in high school. He still goes. You know, of course they look at you like, Oh my god, are we gonna get sued? You know, because um, he is aggressive and he is huge. So starting that early, I expanded that and we have what's called the Bloom Center. Um, he goes to CARM, he goes to what, what's called the Restore, which is Habitat for Humanity, and he may just go dust something or blow leaves hand over hand. Everything is hand over hand with Kobe, but he's out there. Mm-hmm. He's he's being seen. My community has been wonderful. I love Kobe, hearing that. We hear yeah. so much negative and how there's no oh services. My God. I mean, I, I'm the one who's negative because there's nothing well, here let, in our counties well, let me or say in this. Indiana. But. Right, right. So again, I'm fortunate to have breakthrough, but COVID hit. We lost everything again. You know, so everybody right. kind of started over. Everybody went their separate ways. And I'm going to say this, and it, it offends people sometimes, but I'm old. I, I can say say this now. I've been doing this a long time. Don't Don't sit and wait you know, for services. I hear so much. Oh, I don't have services. Well, a lot of people don't have services. You know, it's Mm kind of like seek out, don't sit back. Right. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. And social media can be a good thing. And you've seen on my page, the Bloom Center. Mm -hmm. You know, that was started by an ex-special ed teacher who retired. I mean, it's blown up because it's only for adults with severe disabilities. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not and doing that's a shameless what we're plug. Deficient in. Yeah, no, it's I, I love it, and I'd love to talk and, to them and and model that here and start yes. it here. That's what I, I keep running into. Uh, not to interrupt yep. you, I is that you know we've we've all so many of us have tried to involve the community that doesn't live this life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm on a board in that's in Michigan, um, the Lucas Project, and like the focus is on caregivers and how to give more respite to caregivers and how to give caregivers a break and all of these things. And it always comes down to, it's, it's just, it's ironic to me that it comes down to the parents who are so strapped for time and money and sleep and all the things because mm-hmm. we're day, day to day taking care of our, you know, severe you know, children that need us, right. but they're the parents who are putting their heads together and what, whatever resources they can scrounge up and are developing places like the Bloom Center or housing facilities for people to live in. And mm-hmm. we're coming up with all the things because I just don't know how to get the community outside of the special needs community to care and to like want to do stuff for these adults. I, l- I love what you're saying about, you know, you say community involvement. You really have to seek out, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's kind of a running joke around here. You know, they see me coming. They're like, oh gosh, you know, and you're going to get turned down a lot, Yeah, but you're so right in what you're saying about the, the ones who are, I'll just say it, are in a horrible position, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just climbing up that hill nonstop and, and clawing and scraping and, and, and sometimes you, I mean, again, I've been fortunate because I think people just got sick of me because <laughs> I wouldn't okay back with down. Me. I don't care. I'm like, look, just try it once. I'm going to be right there with him or he's going to have a, 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 a DSP. He's never going to be alone, you know, and yeah, there were hiccups, but shoot, we, we got a few people on board now, you know, well, that's we, good. We just, the, the Knoxville Christmas Parade is letting the Bloom Center do a float. Aww. Now, how brave, how brave is that? <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it, it's nice because you guys set the stage for the, the young adults that are coming up behind him. I mean, that's the whole plan. That's the whole thing I love about all of this is, it, you know, whatever you do, establish and develop. It helps absolutely. those kids coming up behind us. That's my mm-hmm. whole mission now with Skyler being an adult is to just... You know, I feel like we've got great services for the young ones, like early intervention oh, yeah. and lots of therapies mm-hmm. and lots of programs, and they keep building, you know, sensory centers and all this stuff. But it's post that point that they still forget that these kids will grow up as and turn adults. And then what do we do? You know, they yeah. still need something to do. They can't just sit in the basement all day watching right. TV. Um, I've been on several parent boards, and the the one constant that's heartbreaking. Um, this one mother, bless her heart, she was at wit's end and she just said it. She said, they have forgotten about our kids. Mm -hmm. That's how it feels. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know what? We're, we're, we're just going to get rid of they. We're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Now again, I do have, 
an, uh, I, I have, I'm so, so lucky at this point now I have team Kobe. Now mm-hmm. it was hell getting there and I turned 60 years old and it hit me. I'm not going to outlive him. See, I always right. thought he would go before me. I'll, I'll just say it. You know, yes. He had horrible grandma seizures. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And some were very life-threatening. And I guess in the back of my mind as a mom, you know, I wanted to prepare, not not make it. Okay. Well, you know what? He is healthier than any of us physically. Mm-hmm. Strong as an ox. You know, again, 6'10", 275, just healthy, healthy. So when I turned 60, I said, you know what? I have to change my way of thinking because he's going to outlive me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because... Let's be honest, it, it takes a toll on you physically and mentally. And I've been doing Absolutely. it for 27 years. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I had someone ask me just recently, you know, how do you bathe him? I'm 5'3". You know, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, I've just been doing it for so long now. Yes, we're trying to get him more independent every day, but. I'm looking at it like he's probably never going to do that. I know I'm going to get mm-hmm. slammed for saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just know you your know, kid best, you know. It, yeah. Okay. You know, my, my focus now, you know, because we, we are exploring residential, something I, I, I didn't think I would ever do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say this. This is really important. Going to the Bloom Center, going out in the community, ex, you know, exposing him. I sort of sat back and said, he deserves his own community. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, our community is wonderful to him, this, that, and the other. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. He loves being around, I call him the other Kobe's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he went to a retreat last weekend, an hour away from here. And they want you to drop him off. Of course, you know, it was six months work to do that. You know, meeting yeah. with the nurses, meeting. I mean, it's a big deal. Right. And that moment came when I had to leave him. And I started, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. It's probably harder for you than him, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) Let me tell you what he did out of the blue. Of course, he does his little happy dance and and, and takes down everything in his path. He's huge, you know. We're like, slow down, slow down. He looked me dead in the eye and he goes, Mommy, right back. Aww. That's so sweet. My best friend, Sherry, was with me. She got me. She said, let's get out of here. And I almost had to pull over. I was like, I I think I was in shock. He has never. And it was like clear as day. I'm still in shock. And, of course, I got home and was just, you know, I was miserable. And they were (laughs) texting me. And I was trying. And he ended up. It wasn't perfect. But he did it. Yeah. He's and this is a very, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a very aggressive six foot 10, 270 pound, per, pound person that if you saw him in public hitting me or punching me, you're, you're going to call the cops. Is that and what if, you mean by aggression? I mean, has he been aggressive yes. his whole life? Like with his brother? No, and just, no, no, no. It started. <laughs> I wrote this down, actually. I'm going to be very careful how I word this. Um, In 2018, when Kobe graduated from high school, after seven years, um, we were forced to sell our condo. We had to move in with my parents. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was very ill at the time. Um, financially, we were really, really struggling. Mm-hmm. So many changes happened to him all at once. Yeah. And I remember talking to his neurologist and his PCP, his primary care physician. They're, mm-hmm. they're friends of mine now after all these years. And I said, you know what? I got a bad feeling. And sure enough, December of that year um, was the first major attack. And it was brutal. And then within six months, I had broken ribs. Uh, Oh, my gosh, Jennifer. Broken my teeth. Um, And I I have to say that's the first time I was scared. Mm -hmm. And I was scared to go to the hospital. I'm not going to lie. Think, I mean, you, you get it. Yeah, you just worry about what they're going to do to him because he doesn't understand. I looked like a battered woman. Mm -hmm. And I've been secretive about it for so long. Well, not secretive, but I didn't want people to think Kobe was a monster. I'm out there trying to get him volunteer jobs. You know, I didn't want to say anything on social media. Yeah, because, you know, he's wonderful. And I I didn't want to give that wrong impression. But my family pulled together. They all know. Um, it, it's no secret now, but knock on wood. <laughs> and, and this went on for four years, by the way, started in 2018, just major changes. Then COVID hit, Yeah, you know, oh gosh, you, you feel yeah. like you get to the top of the mountain. We're going out every day. We're, we're doing this. We're doing that. Bam. We're stuck at home for two years. I told his team again, I said, we're, we're in trouble, yeah. you know? But that's when you got to get creative and think outside the bucket and thank God I've got the swing. You know, I told you about that earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, he was so big. He, he needed this inclusive swing. Again, very thankful that that was done a year before COVID. Yeah. I, I don't know what we would have done, Laurie. I, re- I really don't. Yeah. I mean. And that's the stuff you just can't. Uh, you just, it's so hard to explain to people because, um, like you said, you just you don't want people to think they're a bad kid. I struggle. I mean, it's not, um, Skylar's really tiny, so I don't have that differential in size, but you know, when he pulls my hair or smacks me or whatever, it's really hard when I'm reaching out to these uh, day programs now, Mm -hmm. um, and just Mm -hmm. evaluating with them because you, you have to be honest, but because they need to know he's not toilet trained. They need to know that he may Mm -hmm. tug on somebody's pretty hair just because he thinks it's pretty. He's not doing it to Mm -hmm. like rip her hair out of her head. He just thinks it's neat and wants to touch it aggressively. Um, But so if you're not honest, then they will get your child placed in a place, you know, in a day program or whatever. And they're like, Whoa, you did not tell me he does this. We, we can't take behaviors or whatever. But then I do find that when I tell them the truth about things, I, I, I feel like I sugarcoated a little bit. I'm like, well, you know, he does have some behaviors, you know, he'll, he may hit, but it's not like punching. Like he he won't punch holes in walls. He doesn't do any of that stuff. It's like Mm -hmm. open hand slapping. And I'm kind of minimizing it because for some people that's enough that they won't take any of that. But I was shocked when one place said, um, this is not in the state of Indiana. This is other states that we're thinking of moving to, but they were like, that's not a problem. And I'm like, well, he's not toilet trained. And they're like, that's okay. And I'm like, what? That's never been okay. No one's ever said yeah. that that'll work. It's usually checking right. off the list of all the reasons they won't take him. So I don't know. I feel like our whole lives parenting them, we have to be really honest to get the services we need. Mm-hmm. And then in other cases, 
kind of hold back because we don't want them to sound like monsters because they're not, you know? Right, right. Um, well, cope, it, it took you know, different meds, you know, I was that mom a hundred years ago. Oh, I'll never medicate my kid. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, had a do- I had a doctor, I had a doctor look me right in the eye and say, okay, so if Cooper were diabetic, you wouldn't give him insulin. And it really resonated with yeah. me and thank God for medication. Yeah. That's what it's for. But on that note, we went through several and some were or bad and you know mm-hmm. I, I hate when people oh what medicine do you use well just because it works for us doesn't mean right. it's going to work for you that's another pet peeve of mine you know talk to your team talk to your yeah. doctor um because it, it took I'm not gonna lie I mean it took years yeah and right now and right now again knock on wood we're okay but he is on a very high dose of something mm-hmm. and this aggressive, intense ABA, I'm seeing progress or I wouldn't even be thinking about residential in the future. Right. Because if Kobe hits you, you could, you could be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is freakishly strong and he doesn't yeah. realize it. So I love that we're talking about this because it's sort of like a, I'm not going to mention any names, but you know, there are people in Kobe's life that Oh, don't, no, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm standing yeah. there with a black eye and a busted lip. Yeah. They don't under, yeah. And it's I'm not, like, get out of here. It's you so know? hard because it hurts you, but physically and mentally, he doesn't, he's probably so frustrated. He doesn't realize, like you said, his size, but how, that there's other ways to explain that you're frustrated because they can't communicate it. I think right. that's a lot of why Skylar slaps us and stuff is He's just so annoyed with us because we don't know what it is that he's asking for. Or exactly. What and, and Kobe knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the big trigger at the time was no. So, again, I credit this. It's true BC- of any kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. This BCBA came in as like, well, you know what? We can say no in other ways. So, you know, I've had to um, um, redirect my language with Kobe. You know, and you know this too. This is this is killer. You have to parent one differently than the other. Oh, absolutely. You know, I remember sitting in the hallway, I had one in one room, and just going, "What? What the hell am I doing?" You know, I'm I'm going to go discipline the heck out of this one, but if I do it to this one, it might not end well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I call it sort of a bipolar parenting thing. I mean, you know. <laughs> But your kids are different anyway. This is what right. I tell parents now that ask me. I got, look, your kids are going to be different anyway. So, you know, don't yeah. don't give them a pass just because they're autistic. You just have to maybe do it a different way. It's just hard to explain. I'm sure you went through this with Cooper. It was always hard for me to explain to Kendall why. I mean, she'd say when she was old enough, she'd, you know, he'd pull her hair. He was relentless going after her hair. But um, she'd say you know, why doesn't he ever get in trouble? He always pulls my hair and it hurts. And like, you don't do anything. And I'm like, honey. And I just tried to explain to her at every age, mm-hmm. like I am doing something, but it's not what you think I should do. I can't, you know, spank Absolutely. him. I can't yell at him. I can't, he doesn't understand it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't care. I mean, I just scoop her up and love on her and try to right. just t- apologize on Skyler's behalf. You know, there's just yep. not much you can do. Cause true. Well, Discipline them the same. 
right. Well, Kobe did um, back back to when it was was really bad. My father passed away, mm-hmm. and um, here at at the house where Kobe and I were living. And I decided my best friends have a house in Hilton Head. Thank you, God. And I decided just to scoop up the kids and their friends and let's go. And we did it. And the first few days were wonderful. And day five, Kobe attacked every one of us. He choked Cooper out. Oh, man. We threw our stuff in the car. We're six and a half hours away. The reason I'm saying this, because you brought up the sip again, is that I remember getting home and you know, Cooper was hurt and it, and it happened again after that. I actually videotaped an episode one time because it was, it was so bad. And I felt like I wasn't getting my point across, but anyway, um, I remember having a talk with Cooper after, and we both sort of looked at each other and we're like, he had no remorse. It wasn't right. the act itself. Cause obviously he doesn't mean it. He doesn't know what he's doing, but I never had watched him afterwards. Does that make sense? And I did. Yeah. Never bothered him. He just went about his, bi- his just business. Just went about like, his business. Yeah. That, that, I think that was really hard for Cooper uh-huh. because, you know, we, we've taught him there are consequences, you know, honor your word, try to do the right thing. And, and with Kobe, he, I could give you so many examples. You know, I'm sitting there with broken ribs and he's wanting a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, and I'm not saying it, it's a bad thing. It's autism. It's it's my yeah. son's autism. Might right. not be yours, but it's my he, he didn't shed one tear and he adores his brother and he adores his mother and he's yeah. hurt us. But, you know, that, that yeah. that's what keeps me up at night. You know, what if he does this when I'm not around? But I have to start yeah. thinking, you know, people all the time. Oh, you said you'd never do residential. I don't want to do it. But, you know, I have to do what's best for Kobe. I'm not always going to be here. Right. And that's why those are the things I worry about with the communication. And we're always working on it Mm -hmm. Um, is like you said earlier, you know what he means, but, you know, placing him eventually. I mean, Uh, I know with my size too, there's just going to be a day where I can't physically do it anymore. I can't physically bathe him anymore and change his Mm pull-ups and do all the things I'm just too old and frail and I can't do it. So he's going to have to have care from someone else. And if they don't understand what he's saying or what he's doing, it's going to be so much harder. I'm just trying to bridge the gap and prepare him just like you would prepare your kids for college or Mm -hmm. life on their own or any of the other things. I'm, I'm in a state of constant preparation of Skylar to be on his own. He's not technically on his own, but he is without his mama. You know, he is. You on got that right. Me. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to spell it out. You know, it's again, I'm 60 and I've been doing this a long time. And, um, I say this a lot lately, cause this is, this is all new, this residential thing. This is, this is just in the process. You know, we've looked at a house. Um, it's just in the, in the talking stages. I get physically sick over it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I can just start and, and I'm, I'm, I'm a very, very, very strong person. But I will lay in bed at night and it keeps me up. I mean, I I can't, I'm trying to, in my mind, visualize it and I can't. Yeah. So that's where I've learned, it's hard for me to admit this, ask for help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid to say, look, this is not what I want, but 
I'm going to give him a shot. He deserves his community. Mm-hmm. At what you know, point uh, do you feel like you're going to, um, you know, really strongly consider visiting places and, you know, is there an age for you or an age for him or is there um, some type no, of a No, what, what has happened, like, like I said earlier, I, I think my turning 60 and seeing his growth and, you know, I'm, my body's, you know, had, had a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's just something you have to face. But to answer your question, we have looked at a house, his father and I. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. Let, let mama sit with that for a little bit. Yeah, sure. We are Let's in the we, stages. <laughs> yeah, we are in the talking stages of, you know, well, what's this going to look like? My biggest fear is who's going to take care of him. And mm-hmm. he has two DSPs right now. We're, we're still not up to full hours since COVID, but he has two wonderful DSPs right now, direct support guys, and they've known him forever. And you know, they come to the house and they'll go to the bloom or they'll, you know, I, I'm the other DSP. I, I go if there's no one available. That's, I guess that's true with all us moms mm-hmm. that can do it. Um, but um, that's my biggest fear is, okay, who's going to give him those 27 pills in the morning? And and he doesn't know he's taking them. They have to be crushed up, powder fine, put in the milk. You know, I've got this system that's taken me 27 years and now I have to pass all this along to three other people because he's going to need full-time 24-hour care it's mortifying it is and it's hard to find that's the hardest to find uh, is that one-on-one 24-7 yeah that's what we struggle with to find because the you know again I've talked about this I think with every guest um but it's the pay it's just oh, people don't get me started. doing this line of work are godsends and they are not compensated. Just like teachers aren't the people who have really, really hard jobs don't seem to make even close to what they should. So of course the attrition rate for all of these kind of jobs is extremely high. I wouldn't want to do it either. And I, I'm Absolutely. a mom, I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're yeah. going to pay me peanuts to Potentially get oh, my hair pulled or get punched. Right. Or well, it's so funny. Yeah. All that of that. It's like, you know, we could spend hours, and th- this is where I, I get really nasty about, and we were talking about this an hour ago in my living room, the, the pay. Mm-hmm. And why do you think you have such a high turnover? And I'm not going to say who, but, you know, the conversations I'm having about residential right now, my big thing is, well, you, the most important people in Kobe's life are going to be those caregivers mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not getting paid to do it so you know hi buddy can you say hello <laughs> say hi hi Kobe. say mommy's on a roll say hi uh, good hey. job good job yeah he's leaning on me so he's hovering <laughs> but no that again i know we can't get into that but but the pay yeah th- th- these are the most important people that are going to be in his life Yet right. they're the, the least paid. So that's sort of my new, um, <laughs> what do you want to call it? I've made it very clear. This is not going to happen with Kobe until I've got three well-paid, trained people. Yeah, yeah. And I might be beating my head against the wall. But yeah. And it's a universal problem. You know that. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, um, I, I, there's got to be a way to... Um, you know, I, I've been in talks with, again, the, the 
the board I'm on, the Lucas Project, I mean, they are starting a residential facility um, called Hope Farm. Is it JS? Yes. Yep. Jess Ronnie. She's a good friend of mine. And I'm on the board of the Lucas Project and, um, you know, her Hope Farm that she is starting solely for Luke. And then there's room for five other roommates who they've already interviewed. So they just need to start um, the renovations and all that stuff. But that's what it's coming down to is we as parents have to find it, build it, buy it, you know, whatever we have to do, but you're able to, um, there's a whole process and each state is different, but essentially the rent can be the social security checks. Um, right. That, right. That That's our kids same, are getting. Breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. And so if it's a, if it's a privately owned place like that, then, you know, you can pay them higher. They're not set at a certain rate that the state, you know, decides. Yep. So you could get better people who want to stay there and the turnover hopefully wouldn't be as high and they love right. their jobs. Um, so I think that's the goal. I and mean, hopefully I can recreate the same thing here in our area. And if not, we're moving. <laughs> I there mean, you that's go. Pretty much- well, we'll, we'll welcome you to Tennessee. But I know. We have friends in Knoxville. So, oh my God, <laughs> that that's be a wonderful. good idea. I mean, again, I have to say, you know, it's, it's, if you would have told me this 10 years ago mm-hmm. that we do have a lot going on for our adults here. We really do. That's great. I love, we got a long can... way to go, but yeah. I, I see it. You know, um, somebody made a comment to me the other day. They said, you know, it doesn't take a village. It takes a mad mom. <laughs> That's true. It really and, is true. <laughs> they actually said they're going to give me a t-shirt that says that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it is true if you think about it yeah I mean we lose sleep we are motivated to to make a change I, and again I know that you and and everybody else it's not just I mean of course we want our kids first and foremost to be taken care of but I I just want to establish something so other parents don't have to go through right. the same worry and concern about right. what's going to happen it's I think one of the statistics I read um, months ago was somewhere in the line along the lines of a million um, people on the spectrum were turning 21 in the next yeah. decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is strikingly frightening that there's going to be a million 21 year olds, varying severities, I'm sure, you know, not everybody yep. is severe like our guys, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, I've talked to so many people who um, can work their, their kids, can work and, you know, work <laughs> two hours a week and they can't find a shadow. They can't find a job. They can't, no right. one will give them a chance. Oh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, there's no retirement for me. Yeah. yeah. There, there's no, this has been my full-time job for 27 mm-hmm. years and that's a whole other thing. And I, I, I had this saying and I need to quit saying it. Everybody's like, what are you, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'll jump off that bridge when I come to it. Yeah. Because, you know, my focus, my Uber focus has been on my children for so long. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, go on with your life. I'm 60. Come on. <laughs> well, you know? that was my, that was my question. I was going to ask you though, is, you know, if, and if, or when he is placed in a wonderful place and he's happy and thriving and doing wonderful, it's almost like, um, empty nest syndrome. Like what mm-hmm. are, what are you going to do with yourself? Seriously? Like oh. your life needs to return to you you know yep. whether you want to well, work or not is up to you but just to oh, travel I would love or to, but what, it's, is, what do you want to do I have no idea no. I'll have to I'll, we lose I'll ourselves sadly yeah <laughs> I mean Cooper actually brought that up not too long ago he goes you know 
you've always just been go, 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 go. You're aggressive. You can't sit still. And I said, well, I'll have to work. I'll yeah. have to. I mean, how am I going to eat? I have no <laughs> retirement. You know, I've been, I've been doing this. It's, you know, it's, it's a bad situation, but again, I'm not there. I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. You know, I know I'm going to be wherever Kobe's at, at the beginning. We're anticipating, you know, I mean, we don't know, but we don't think it's going to be an easy transition. I mean, like right now I can hear him in the next room simply because I shut the door. He's, he's having a meltdown. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, his therapist is here. That's why I wanted to do this time frame. But I'm already finding myself, my hands are clenching. And I'm like, oh, I, oh, I need to get in there. I need to get in yeah. there. You get it. We never give up control. I, I'm never. a control freak when it comes to I'm the my worst. kids in general. But yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, um, but, I, I know you need to get to him too. But I, um, you know, if you've said a lot of important things and a lot of, um, great advice to, to people listening, but is there kind of one thing that you maybe wished you had implemented long ago or wished you had um, told yourself about this life that we're living as full-time caregivers, um, (laughs) that you would want to share with anyone? I don't like to call it advice because yeah, I hate, I hate that. (laughs) Honestly, it's again, I'm, I have to be careful what I say, (laughs) for certain reasons. Um, but the honest truth is I wish I had gotten lifetime support for him. Um, yeah. certain decisions were made in 2018, mm-hmm. um, that are not in line with the law. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. And so planning, I mean, planning early. Well, I thought yeah. we had done all that. Yeah. I didn't realize we were basically going to be cut off when he graduated high school. So looking back, um, uh, yeah, a little more financial planning. I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. believe I'm even saying that, Um, you know, um, I wish actually I would have not had a lapse between ABA. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's, you know this better than anybody. You get to a point you're like, oh my God, I got a billion things to do today. But I did find this great BCBA finally. And it took years and years and years. And he he made a comment to me not too long ago. Well, you know, I've 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 been here. I, you know, again, ABA doesn't work for everybody, but mm-hmm. I, I wish I wouldn't have let a little lapse. You know, again, early intervention is key. Pour it on, pour it on, pour it on. Mm-hmm. Get your team, get your team together. You know, I can't say that enough. And people are like, oh, Team Kobe, Team Kobe. Okay, who's Team Kobe? Okay, it's his PCP. It's his neurologist. It's his psychiatrist. It's his caseworker. It's his DSPs. It's That's your team. It's yeah. other parents. It's I can't stress that enough to build your team, as, you know, and, and your team may look differently sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, don't um, be afraid to, like, fire people on the team, too, if they're, absolutely. Not, they're not 100% yes. in, in your camp. Yes. And community, community Mm -hmm. is huge. And if, you know, if one more person says to me, well, I can't take them out. Well, yeah, you can. And it might be ugly. Have a plan B. Mm -hmm. Again, I've got a huge three-year-old who throws huge tantrums, have a plan B and then go back and try it again. Mm -hmm. You know, don't live in a bubble. Don't be so isolated. And again, 
don't sit back on and wait for services or, you know, um, speak out. Don't sit back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, I'm very aggressive. I'm very annoying. Um, but I would I see not that as a badge of honor though, to be yeah, honest with but, you, but I, I know would... there are many therapists who've written my name in, in oh my, God. Not my name on charts yeah. and stuff like she's a pain in the butt, but oh, I yeah. don't care. I'd rather be that than passive and let absolutely you know, years. The joke by. used to be the joke used to be in high school, you know, oh my God, there's another IEP meeting. Oh my God. Here comes Jennifer, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry, buddy. Oh, Kobe, I'm sorry I'm taking your mom away. Oh, no, no, no. This is good for him, actually. But, you know, to answer your question again, you know, build your team. Um, You know, hi, buddy. Can you say bye, Lori? Yes. Hey, that's great. You know, community is important. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And one size does not fit all. That is true. You know, it's true. I, and his yeah, size uh, is just happens to be larger than. <laughs> the most. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying is, you know, yes, just what, what might not work for you. What might work, works for me might not work for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And you know, you, you just, you never give up and you never stop fighting for them no matter what. And don't take Such no for an mama. answer. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good mama. He is so lucky to have you. I mean, I, I feel like our kids are all given to us mm-hmm. on purpose. Like we each, Got exactly who we needed. I agree. So, um, I agree. Well, yeah. Any, anytime I'm, I'm going to pick your brain. I don't think this is the last time we're going to talk. Absolutely uh, not. Yeah. And I will uh, link up it. your Facebook page so people please can do. And my and email. Know more about your story. Yeah. You're welcome to give my email out. Okay. Um, I'm not a big social media person, but um, absolutely. Um, I just I really appreciate you asking me to do this. I, I sure. feel like I've had a little bit of therapy myself, so <laughs> we all need it. It, it was so. good. <laughs> well, we're all a big unified team across the country. So anytime, uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank and you bye, Kobe. So much. I appreciate you giving your mom a break for me. <laughs> Have a good day. Take care. Thanks, you too. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Living the Sky Life, and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Skylife with others. Thanks again for listening.